This is the Braither Point. No matter where you live, no matter how long you've been there, someone else came there first. Before you, to the place where you now play, live, and sleep soundly. But they did not play, they patrolled. They did not sleep, they stood watch. And often, in doing their duty, they did not live to complete it. They paid the price in blood for you so that you could play, live, and sleep there. No matter what you believe or don't, this is the hard, irrefutable truth. It has always been thus, and it will always be. Someone first must secure the ground, hold the line, make it safe for all the others. Now, with our many, and it is safe, there were few, and it was dangerous. Down through the ages, this one changeless fact remains. First came the warrior. I'm a retired SOCOM soldier, former DIA intelligence collector, and ex-DEA special agent. Targeted by the deep state turned whistleblower, now your intelligence officer. Repurposed as teacher, leader, truth teller, and chaplain. New mission, restore our fallen republic. Objective, defeat the deep state. Means, expose fake news. Tools, truth, discernment, and free will. Attention, deep state Dems, Antifa, Rhinos, BLM, and assorted traitors and enemies, foreign and domestic. Your masks won't silence us. Your shutdowns won't stop us. Your riots don't scare us. You're not as disciplined as the British. You're not as organized as the Nazis. You're not as fierce as the Japanese. You're not as brutal as ISIS. And we beat them all. You're next. Welcome. I'm Jeff Prather, and this is the Prather Point. Welcome, everybody. Packed show today, breaking news, whistleblower disclosures happening. Uh, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to my website at jeffreyprather.com, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y-P-R-A-T-H-E-R.com. And you can also get my free newsletter, which will be going out shortly, the latest version uh, thereof. And that, I'm reading that beginning. That's an excerpt from a book I haven't yet uh, published. That's the second initiation book. Uh, but I'm reading that because Thursday is, of course, Veterans Day. I am proud to be a veteran. Uh, and it's also Chaplain's Day. And, of course, I'm the founder of Christ Connection Chaplaincy. You can go to ChristChaplaincy.com. You want to see my warrior stuff, it's at warriorschool.com uh, as well. And if you want a deeper dive, go to jeffreybraithrough.com uh, to exclusive content. Click on patreon.com slash Jeffrey Prather. And there's a lot that I've put up today. All the breaking stories I'm going to talk about today are up on Patreon. Also, new protocols uh, for getting your loved ones out of ICU hospital jail legally with a new protocol. And uh, another guest back on today. So a whole lot to cover today. Um, and real busy show. But uh, lots of new stuff on Patreon and so if you're looking for uh, the old exemptions, the old legal protocols, uh, you've got to go back through the previous posts. I get new people signed up all the time saying, where's this? You've got to go back and do your homework. I publish a lot. Uh, before I get started, though, uh, the Jeb Rescue Kit uh, is selling great. That's at jeffreypraiser.com slash shop. Uh, but 
uh, Team America Headquarters Medical, which is made up of some great doctors uh, and nurses, uh, has uh, did not evaluate that kit. And so the Team America Medical Headquarters doctors are medical doctors. Uh, the kit was made by um, naturopath advisor Will Spencer, uh, and uh, I use the kit, my children use the kit. It has helped us both greatly, but it has not yet been evaluated by them. And so they wanted me to make that clear uh, uh, because there's always tension between medical, uh, Western medicine and naturopath uh, stuff. So I just wanted to make that clear. And um, that's just uh, a good um, check on chain of command. Uh, through Team America Headquarters Medical. So the head of Team America Medical Headquarters asked me to say that, and so I'm saying that. And I will get more out on that um, soon. But the, the kit is uh, for 30 days for one person, works great, but is not endorsed by Team America Headquarters Medical doctors or nurses. It's not, of course, endorsed by the uh, FDA. Uh, of course, they're not telling the truth about anything anyway. So anyway, a lot to cover today. Gonna get moving uh, here. And first, we're going to uh, go into the bizarre Saturday Night Live uh, abortion skit. And, you know, I don't watch Saturday Night Live, never did. But that's where, you know, the cool kids uh, think they get uh, they get acceptance. And there was a sketch this past weekend, I guess, featuring uh, Cecilie Strong advocating for abortion rights while dressed as a clown named Goober and said, I know I wouldn't be a clown here today if I weren't for an abortion I had. Of course, I'm a product of rape. I, I could still be aborted today. I have nothing to do with the violence uh, of my conception uh, out of St. Joseph's Orphanage, um, adopted by a great Baptist and uh, dad and cap, uh, uh, Catholic mom. But anyway, uh, this comedian dressed as a clown and spinning uh, ties and uh, silliness saying, no, it's a rough subject, so we're going to do fun clown stuff to make it more palatable. Uh, and she talked about uh, how uh, she got an abortion when she was uh, very young. Uh, and, of course, this is really code uh, because the murder of the unborn is fading. And, of course, uh, CNN's Brian Stelter praised the performance because CNN is a propaganda press for the uh, deep state for the CIA. And the Supreme Court has heard arguments on November 1st on the Texas Heartbeat uh, Act. And the court will hear more arguments uh, on December 1st versus Dobbs versus Jackson's, the Women's Health uh, Act, which challenges directly Roe versus Wade. Of course, if you don't know, um, Roe converted uh, to, a, to be a Christian, and then she did not abort her daughter. So the whole thing is a fraud and abortion. The murder of the unborn and the murder of the born uh, is fading. Uh, from uh, America, but the propaganda press and the left, uh, the deep state, which dark economy runs upon human beings, which we're talking about child trafficking. In this case, we're talking about the murder of the unborn, the harvesting of their organs, the murder of the born, uh, the abuse and rape of the born, the addiction of the born to all the legal and illegal drugs, uh, because the car there are cartels that are illegal and there are cartels that are illegal. All you got to do is watch a commercial uh, for uh, on any of the major propaganda press sites, every every one is uh, asking you to take more drugs to counteract other drugs. But we did not need all these things originally. So I wanted to uh, show you something from a few years back with a 
comedian called Will Ferrell. And I will put this up right now. Uh, and this is uh, a very scary uh, little um, skit about clowns uh, and child criminals. So, uh, Andy, if you could go ahead and run that, please. Okay, thanks. I don't know if you could hear that or not, but uh, that's an old Will Ferrell uh, skit where he's talking about uh, children and he's got uh, kids dressed up as clowns. If you want to see that, that's on my Patreon, but it's also on YouTube as well. It goes on. It'll show kids in cages uh, dressed up as clowns crying. This is not the only person that's done this. He's referring to his sons. I guess one of his sons uh, was uh, shot in the face. I don't know whether he killed himself or, or was killed. Uh, but they're talking about molesting children. Uh, they're talking about abusing uh, children. And so this is deep state code for the dark economy, which runs on human beings, weapons, and drugs. And in this case, uh, we're talking about uh, children. And so this goes along. Now, lots of times this is portrayed as uh, the Marines and the SEALs are going through the dumbs, the deep underground military bases, uh, rescuing kids. Uh, that is not correct. There are dumbs, there are Marines and SEALs, there are a lot of kids rescues. They tend to be done by the U.S. Marshals and they come from anonymous uh, military intelligence uh, um, special operations uh, sources originally uh, to counter that. But this is a proof example of the horror and evil that exists. Uh, and a lot of times this is taken out of context uh, getting confused with adrenochrome and the black guy syndrome and things like this. But it is really important to uh, understand that. Uh, and it is certainly uh, real. And they do not think that life starts at conception, although that's what science says. Uh, there's a spark of light when the sperm uh, enters the egg. And that is what I say is when the soul comes in to the womb. Uh, and of course, science is really built on sand. They don't know what science, they don't know what energy is. It's a symptom of God, I say. They can describe symptoms of energy, but they can't describe what energy actually is, just like matter, intelligence, sentience, and conscience. Uh, and so instead of producing real products, they take advantage uh, and sell human beings, sell them drugs, and sell them uh, weapons and create more problems. But if you want to see the rest of that, uh, video. It gets even worse. It's got the kids dressed up as clowns in cage, cages, uh, kids eating garbage, uh, feral, uh, smacking images of kids around and saying, hey, this one doesn't have any arms. Uh, and so it's old, but that corresponds to 
many of the things we've talked about uh, in the past, far, far back, uh, going back to when uh, I said Obama's pimping kids, bringing up all these uh, kids of color from Central and South America and other countries. And supposedly they're coming up to find their relatives, but anything and anybody coming through the plazas, the corridors through South and Central America into Arizona, uh, California, and Texas, those corridors are totally totally controlled by the transnational cartels. Nothing goes through those uh, without paying a mordida, a little bite that means uh, in Spanish. And so the idea that kids are somehow being escorted by uh, cartel members to find their um, parents is ridiculous. And now we've got these uh, child pimping center centers set up here uh, in Tucson. Team America Arizona has been surveilling them, going by them. They're all over the place. They're flying them all over the uh, country uh, because uh, we have a pedophile puppeteer president. Uh, that's why uh, the FBI just raided um, Veritas's uh, headquarters because they thought they would find uh, Ashley Biden's uh, dad shower diary. They did not. But this is another example of the corrupt FBI uh, covering for a uh, pedophile puppeteer president who is in turn run by other puppeteers who are in turn run by other puppeteers. And so this is a very evil, dark situation. There's the proof. You can watch the rest of it. I'm not going to continue uh, on with that because I've got too much to uh, cover uh, in this show. But uh, I have very breaking um, uh, news. And this is, again, uh, showing how great Team America is performing. Uh, you know, Team America was helping get people, uh, Americans, out of Afghanistan. Uh, Team America Legal uh, got um, the protocol out for the military, how to not, they didn't come up with it, but they, they connected me uh, with Todd uh, Callender of uh, DrAdvocates.com. And he's going to be on again later to show the protocol of how to resist at the Comradi uh uh, vaccine called so-called is not yet available. And so this today is another result of Team America members working behind the scenes to make things happen. So that's so uh, important to um, understand. And so I'm going to bring up a, um, a PowerPoint. Uh, and this is done by some anonymous um, uh, patriots who uh, are with CVS inside the giant CVS Corporation, which also includes CVS Retail, CVS Health, Aetna, Coram, Minute Clinics. And I'm running a banner at the bottom that if you are a member of any of these, CVS Retail, CVS Health, Aetna, Coram, uh, Minute Clinics, and you want to join the fight to stop the jab, uh, and the death of hundreds of thousands that is being caused by the jab, then you can go to hov underscore help at protonmail.com, hov underscore help at protonmail.com. So uh, this is uh, showing the conflicts of interest at CVS, which is, of course, a major uh, drug uh, store, uh, has with the Return Ready program uh, and uh, Andy, if you could move forward a little bit there, please. And so this is CVS offering a ready return, return ready program uh, that is also available to universities because they're controlling the universities, uh, which combines rapid testing on site at the workplace and drive through testing uh, and 
Uh, CVS's health commitment to helping the country on a path forward by making COVID-19 testing available to consumers. Uh, next slide. Okay, so, but in, in um, uh, 20, April 29th of 2020 this year, CVS Health Venture Fund invested in Lumira DX. And uh, the return ready program by CVS Health includes the SARS-CoV antigen test technology from Lumara DX. Now, I do competitive intelligence and corporate security in the biotech field. I have been doing it uh, since 2014. Uh, and it's very common for C-level executives to sit on lots of biotech uh, boards. That is normal. Just like on the border, the produce uh, houses work on cash basis and move the fruit quickly. It's perfect for smuggling drugs. Uh, you know, my first big seizure on the border in Nogales uh, was um, 2,000 pounds of marijuana uh, in watermelon uh, bins coming from a produce company. This is very similar to that uh, in that uh, the biotech space through Big Pharma, which is really enthralled to China, uh, which is now being tied into be enthralled to big media and big tech as AI and quantum computing comes on, uh, is a perfect storm for evil manipulation. And really, again, you got to remember, uh, the jab wasn't made for COVID. COVID was made for the jab. And then all of these partners uh, uh, benefit from this evil. So next slide there, please. Okay, so uh, there you can see the Lumera DX COVID-19 SARS uh, test. Uh, and so this is a self-lick and ice cream cone. Of course, we're seeing everybody get worse from taking uh, the jab because we now know that the mRNA and spike proteins are denigrating the DNA resiliency epigenetically that we should have. Uh, and so this becomes an endless cycle. Um, that's why I have people in the dojo. Uh, my dojo has been open since 1990. They're all vaxxed, they're all jabbed, and they're getting sick and they're getting worse because the more boosters you take, the more the operating system is injected into you. Uh, but of course, you're not supposed to have uh, graphene oxide and uh, ferritin cleavage in you at all. So next slide, please. So. CVS Health Executive Vice President and Chief Medical Officer, Troyan A. Brennan, sits on the board of directors for Luminera DX. So this is breaking. This has not been, this is not out anywhere else. Uh, and I wanna make that clear. And I'm uh, very thankful for the brave whistleblowers that are coming forward uh, to make that happen. But I made sure before I put this out that I was doing what they wanted. They talked amongst themselves. Uh, I got them in touch with um, attorneys, uh, got them in touch with other Team America members. Uh, next slide. So here is the really important quote to see here. CVS will make $2 billion in gross revenue. Uh, and this is Sean Gerton, uh, and they have the recordings. Uh, but And so we wanted to bring, uh, to point out for uncertain out that uncertainty for them and by no means may must have them to think that it was anything wrong with how we were operating the business, but we are poised to generate $2 billion of gross revenue from vaccine and testing this year. 
And we need a lot more to play out before we have visibility as to what uh, that may look at for next year. And so as well to sort the impacts to healthcare benefits. So that's really important to understand is this is buy-in from all the hospitals. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, from all the drug companies. It's just like if you watch a, a commercial during Fox or CNN or whatever, it's always about a drug. Sometimes it's a penis straightening drug. Sometimes it's a poop drug. It's a bug eye drugs or it's an anti-schizophrenia drug because they're not really spying on you, uh, but we want you so drugged up to keep, that you can't know that we really are spying on you. Um, so this is uh, exposing the deep state big pharma cabal backed by China and these transnational uh, criminal cartels, some illegal, like Sinaloa, how I got my started, how I got my start in covert operations, and which uh, the DEA and the U.S. government made a, a deal with the Sinaloa cartel. The Mexican government made a deal with La Familia cartel. But there are there these these are legal cartels, these drug uh, companies and big pharma institutions. Uh, so next slide, please. Got another one there, Andy? That's all there are. That's all, there. okay. All right, great, thanks. So then uh, let's go to the other, um, let's go to the other, um, you got the other one to come up or no? Oh, here it comes. Be patient, I'm a dinosaur. Okay, so this is the, um, again, these are produced by uh, brave, heroic, uh, inside uh, CVS whistleblowers uh, that uh, Team America, that got a hold of Team America, Team America got a hold of me, and they asked me to expose this. And this is another example of uh, Team America working together. So the, in, the intel coming to me, I'm uh, distributing, we're connecting uh, out. Uh, and the deep state tyrannies uh, in the metropoles, particularly in D.C., cannot stop all of this. So uh, next slide, please. So, again, this is um, nothing new. I've talked about this before. But again, camaraderie is approved, but it is not available in the United States. So this is the protocol I talked about when I had Todd on last time. He's like, hey, you just uh, follow the protocol. It, the camaraderie is not available in the United States. So you do not need to take what is not available. It is not interchangeable by law. Next slide. So um, the uh, re recipient or their caregiver has the option to accept or refuse the BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine, because it is not the one that has been approved. And also, of course, uh, there's a circuit court that has just uh, put uh, restrained uh, Biden's mandate. There's an uh, OSHA mandate that is being, uh, that is given a TRO, temporary restraining order, that has just happened uh, in uh, Arizona as well. Uh, and there is also a class action. And this, again, all these are up on my Patreon. Uh, there is also a class action complaint for declaratory uh, and injunctive relief 
now against Dr. Anthony Fauci. Fauci. Uh, and uh, that is through the Southern District of Texas in Galveston. Uh, and there's a long list of uh, complaint plaintiffs uh, on that. Next slide. So, um, again, uh, under the EUA, the emergency, I can't remember what it stands for, but it's the emergency um, vaccination. It's your choice to receive or not receive. Um, so it does not change your medical care. Next slide, please. Uh, so the FDA announced camaraderie approval on August 23rd, 2021. Within hours, CVS Health instituted a vaccine mandate knowing that camaraderie is not available in the U.S. The only COVID-19 available in the U.S. are the emergency use authorization. So that, <laughs> if there were real uh, FBI agents, uh, uh, you remember I was a special agent with the Drug Enforcement Administration, you could put these pieces together uh, and you could show co-conspiracy happening, uh, RICO and racketeering happening. But of course, the DOJ, the DEA has long since bought off. That's what I found out the hard way when they came after me uh, back in the day. Uh, but this shows how they set this up to then make the $2 billion uh, profit by making this an endless process of boosters, of sickness, and so everybody is going to be addicted. As I've said at the beginning of many shows, the government is the pusher and you're the addict. Uh, is there one more, Andy, slide there? Oh, yeah, there's a couple more. Yeah, there's a couple more. Okay. So then this is from an October 5th, 2021 uh, recording with uh, Dr. Sri Chankuduru, Senior Vice President and Chief Medical Officer of CVS Caremark. And they have these recordings. We have not seen the long-term side effects of the vaccines as of yet today. We have seen some short-term side effects such as with Johnson & Johnson, some increased blood clots, or with some of the Pfizer and Moderna RNA vaccines, what we call heart inflammation or myocarditis, more likely among young men and a rare neurological syndrome called Guillain-Barre. All these are short-term side effects that occur in a very small population. So they're admitting there that all the things that everyone is talking about, all the Patriot doctors are talking about, they are seen, but they're trying to cover that up. Uh, next slide. So um, again, we've talked about this before, but it's worth restating. If there's a vaccine injury, there is no legal recourse for the injured when injected with the drug that has the EUA. But that is not the case with the Corretti, which is not yet available. It's a bait and switch. All of this is a bluff. They are bluffing and we are calling their bluffs and they are uh, blinking. And again, this goes back to the uh, same uh, town hall meeting on August 12th, 2021, report from Sean Gertz, an executive vice president and chief financial officer of CVS Health, and uh, said again uh, that, uh, and moving to the retail business, retail also had an exceptionally strong quarter. The total revenue for retail was $25 billion. That was up to almost $3 billion over year over year. About a third of that $1 billion is actually rated to the nearly $17 million COVID-19 vaccines 
and more than 6 million COVID-19 tests that many of you administered during the second quarter um, or part of. So almost a third of the increase was directly related to the role we're playing in testing and vaccinations during the pandemic. So this is damning evidence. And again, I coordinated with the whistleblowers. I said, do you want this out now? They said, yes. Uh, they are working on legal recourse. But if you haven't heard, you know, the Kyle, the, the Kyle, the Kenosha kid, Kyle Rittenhouse uh, defense just closed yesterday after they uh, put the one of the shooters. I think it was the child, the convicted uh, pedophile who uh, Kyle blew his arm off when he raised his gun uh, to fire. And the guy admitted, yeah, I pointed my gun uh, at him. And I've said, you know, as a federal firearms instructor since 1993, I've taught the rules of deadly force for decades to literally tens of thousands. Uh, if I ever saw a case uh, justifying uh, lethal force in all uh, aspects, it's the Kenosha kid, it's the um, Kyle Rittenhouse case. And so there again, I am right, although last week I was wrong uh, about uh, Yonkin in Virginia. But again, here's the proof coming out. And this is again an indicator of how the war is going is they are losing because everything is lies. Everything is fake. Everything is bait and switch. Everything is bluff. Next slide, please. And so the, this is, I thought this was a very um, uh, moving slide. The real effect of lies on colleagues and following, following are injuries reported by CVS employees through the workers' compensation program. So this is their record, on record, of what's happening inside uh, CVS. Uh, and I got to lean over here. Um, uh, EE was receiving COVID-19 vaccine. E fainted after receiving vaccine injury, uh, sustained no physical uh, injury. E complained of dizziness. Par paramedics responded, unknown if further medical care would be sought. Uh, it is thought of suffered an allergic reaction to COVID-19 vaccine, uh, Pfizer. She was taken by ambulance under unknown uh, uh, symptoms. Uh, claim invoices a 44-year-old senior consultant for the advice and counsel department who works uh, remotely from home and claims that due to the COVID vaccine sustained a reaction which caused seizures. And so uh, these are... Uh, people inside CVS that are joining uh, their uh, movement to stop the jab. And this will soon be uh, another uh, civil suit with uh, perhaps hundreds of thousands. And if you want to join, it's HOV underscore help at protonmail.com. The banner is running right now. HOV underscore help at protonmail.com. Uh, uh, next slide, please. I think there's one more, isn't there? Or is that it? Up oh, two more. Okay. And so uh, these are more. The, the followings are testimonials reported by CVS employees of how vaccine mandate is affecting their health or how the vaccine affected a family member. Uh, I, I am 65 years old, facing termination uh, from my job. I had COVID at the end of July. I did an antibody test. Um, uh, my... Uh, discharge is pending. I can't be treated. I, I depend on the job to pay rent. 
Uh, I have always been a physically and mentally healthy person. I'm far from it. I've always enjoyed the job for the last 14 years until uh, the mandate uh, came. I don't know what to do. I couldn't believe it. Uh, I have lost my joy. I can't believe uh, to come close to playing these stupid customer service games that our job is promoting this week. Uh, how can they expect us to feel valued seriously? And of course, if you look at the statistics, uh, the lowest survival rate for those over 65 is still 95%. Uh, and uh, at the youngest, the 19-year-old group, it's 99.9%. There was never any reason for any of this. As I said a long time ago uh, on a clip when I was out riding, it's like the flu. There is no need. There was never a need for any of this at all. The real danger is the jab because they are injecting graphene oxide, uh, ferritin cleavage. There's these uh, hydrovulgaris uh, sentient forms that are being activated uh, by swarms and through dew, through directed energy weapons as well. And this is all so they can make money. It's really nothing more sophisticated than an illegal drug cartel. And this time, uh, big China, big pharma, big government, big tech uh, is the pusher and you are the addict. Again, I was a DEA agent for 19 years uh, until I found out uh, what the U.S. government was doing. And they are doing it again even in even greater terms. Uh, I think last slide, please, Andy. And so... Um, this is uh, Real Effective Lies on co Colleagues, and this is from uh, October 7, 2021, with Dr. Kirsten Anderson, Dr. Rick Watkins, and Dr. Alina Neuberger. And the 15 out of 16 deaths over this two-week period, so two-week period, 14 days, there's 16 deaths, more than one a day, were among vaccinated people. And isn't that what the vaccines are meant to prevent? Um, and this is where they are making uh, excuses. These doctors have been paid off. You'll get some breakthrough cases. So about 5% of the people go get very, very, or could get very, very sick. Um, uh, but uh, they are just making excuses. I wouldn't say it's even no, no. Getting the COVID is far worse. We know this. The vaccines are safe. So, so these are doctors breaking their Hippocratic Oath. Uh, because they are paid off or they are extorted or they are threatened. But because again, simply the uh, government, big pharma, big tech, uh, China, because China's behind big pharma is the pusher and you are the addict. And that's why they're now pushing this down to children in school uh, where they're going to inject your children uh, without your knowledge. And then they want to inject in the womb because uh, this passes the placental barrier, just like it passes the blood brain barrier as well. They want generations of addicts. That is the plan. Uh, this is um, chemical slavery, another form of chemical slavery. Nothing more, nothing less. You can get all involved and get in all the science, but this is exactly what they are doing. Uh, and for China, this fits in with China's plans because China wants to uh, defeat the United States and rule the world. This fits in with big pharma because they want to make money. Fits in with big um, tech and big media because they get to track everybody. 
through the uh, operating systems that they inject with each additional booster system. And so all of these evil folks, of course, won't get the jab themselves. Uh, okay, that's it, right, Andy? Yeah, I think that's, that's it. it. Okay, thank you so much. This is a this is a complicated one to do. So um, bear with me because I'm a dinosaur. But it's really important. There's two more um, powerpoints that I'm not even going to show that talk about even more. Uh, one of them that talks about that, but again, they're up on Patreon.com/slash Jeffrey Prather uh, exclusively. Uh, and I'm very honored and privileged to have been contacted through Team America members doing their job. Uh, by these brave, heroic CVS whistleblowers. And I briefed them. I'm like, hey, I'm an old-time whistleblower. It's not going to be fun. You'll make it, but it ain't fun to go through. And I gave them some tips on, on how to survive this, and I put them in touch with attorneys uh, and all of that. But again, if you are with CVS Retail, CVS Health, Aetna, uh, Corum, or M Minute Clinics, then you can join this movement by HOV underscore help at protonmail.com. The banner is running uh, at the bottom of the page there. Uh, and I am going to uh, hide that a moment so I can uh, uh, advertise my sponsors there for my your four-week emergency food supply at PraytherPrepSupply.com uh, uh, and uh, also getting your satellite phones uh, at PraytherDeal.com, both very important uh, items. But this is a really important show to talk about. So, um, uh, I now want to, so that those are, there's the intelligence exposing uh, the traitorous plan to control us. But again, I never just want to talk about problems. I want to talk about solutions. And we are winning. We are winning this on many counts. Uh, I think the propaganda press is saying uh, Pedo Joe's popularity is down to, I don't know, 36% or something. So really, it's probably half of that. And that's just those who are paying uh, for that. Even though, as I said, the um, FSB, FBI just raided Veritas because they thought he might have uh, the Ashley Biden dad shower diary. Talked about that a long time ago. That's where she writes, oh, I was showering with my dad. And then Secret Service guys said Biden would like to go swim in nude when he had female Secret Service uh, folks uh, garden him. So th that is the problem. But everybody is standing up. They do not hold the human terrain. We will win this. We are winning this, but it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be instant. It's going to be sacrificial. Um, it's now out in public that um, uh, Jeremy Brown, former Green Beret Master Sergeant, or First Sergeant, no, Master Sergeant, uh, is now on a um, hunger strike uh, and uh, prayers uh, for him, but he's proactively turning the tables on them. The U.S. Marshals went in there last week and did a surprise inspection Again, that memo is on my Patreon as well, and they're seeing feces, uh, urine, people with broken li broken limbs that have not been treated. Uh, it just looks like uh, the bridge over the River Kwai. That's how bad it is. So they say we're the CIA and we're the FBI, and so we're really good, and it was a failure. They are evil, and they are incompetent, and they are corrupt, uh, and they are not as good as us at anything. That's why they have to use force. That's why they have to censor everybody. So do not be intimidated uh, by these folks. It's not fun for them to come after you. I can tell you from experience, but we will win this. And in fact, I just did uh, my Sunday sermon at Christ Connection Chaplaincy. 
It's up on Facebook. If you want to go Christ Connection Chaplaincy, for more on that, you go to ChristChaplaincy.com, where I talked about how, uh, and I will be talking about this more uh, because I'll be at Clay Clark's Freedom and Health in San Antonio um, this uh, weekend. I'll be speaking. I think it's sold out, but looking forward to seeing you all there because I was at the first one and now I'm at this one in Texas. Uh, but it's also besides Veterans Day, uh, and I'll be speaking about my fellow heroic veterans. I'm not a hero, but I've known heroes. And also, it is Chaplaincy Day, Chaplain Day, and that's the day of um, uh, Chaplain St. Martin de Tours, a Roman soldier who slit his cloak and gave it to a poor man and refused to fight. And I'll be talking more about that. I talked about that in my Sunday sermon. If you want to hear that from a fourth-generational warfare point of view, revolutionary Christianity. Remember, Spartacus, a former Roman soldier and gladiator, expert in tactics and strategy, failed. That was the third slave revolt to fail against Rome. And he probably died in battle, probably wasn't crucified like the great movie with uh, Kirk Douglas. But Yeshua comes along in 33 AD and uh, rises. Of course, Yeshua is the Messiah. Jesus is the Savior. But then uh, from there, uh, in uh, 60 AD, Paul goes back to Rome, very much like political prisoners now. 68 AD is uh, executed. Uh, uh, in um, 313, I think it is, AD, Marcellus uh, is a Roman soldier who refuses to fight. He is executed. Uh, right in the death sentence to him, Eustace, Eutius, uh, refuses to write the death sentence. He is executed. Uh, and then by 316, St. Martin de Tours is born uh, and uh, Christianity has been legalized. That's an example of a fourth generational warfare fight that took uh, centuries. But that's what I'm saying is you've got to get your head in the fight. This is a long fight. Our children will be fighting this fight. But we are winning right now and things look good. So there's the, there's the lay of the land. There's the uh, intelligence uh, analysis of the battle space. Uh, and now I'm going to, uh, so I've told you about the latest problems, but I'm also telling you about more people rising up in fourth generational information influence operations to oppose the jab. And now I'm going to bring on a uh, guest, and that is Todd Callender, who I've had on before. Uh, and uh, he is with um, Dr. Advocates. Uh, Doc Tom, that's up on my Patreon as well. He's the one who put out the uh, protocol for the military guys to legally oppose the jab. So welcome back, Todd. Hey, can you hear me? I can. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks Perfect. for coming back. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I'm just so technologically, uh, I don't fossilize would be the word. <laughs> Your yes, me too. Me too. So um, you... Uh, uh, I just put you in contact with uh, some of the uh, brave whistleblowers, and I know you'll look out for them. And I just found out that you're working with some Team America members, which I'm not going to bring up who, but that's great to hear other ones, not the ones that we've talked about before, legal. And so uh, that's really uh, great to hear as well. So you have a new – so your protocol for the military was really helpful and really went uh, viral, but you have a new um, protocol you wanted to talk about, unless you want to comment on what I was just talking about so far. 
Well, there's there's a lot to comment on. You you're so full of information, helpful stuff. So I guess first I'd like to, if you don't mind, go back to the the whole military paradigm, um, because we have some really wonderful news in some respects. Even though we have not yet had success in our case, what we have had is roughly four hundred thousand uh, service members refuse to take the shots. Some are uh, doing it on the basis that it's an illegal order, and they would be correct about that. Others are, um, are raising their religious or disability objections. Whatever the case is, the, the U.S. Armed Services are going to have a really hard time trying to process out 400,000 service members. And I'm just uh, delighted by this because there's just not enough uh, capacity in, in the JAG Corps to deal with it. And frankly, I've talked to some of the JAG officers who tell me that they're on our side. They, they agree our point. So um, interesting days, and, and thank you for that help, because getting word out through you and uh, your team has been absolutely wonderful and helpful. Thanks. And again, you know, this all fits into China's plan, because if you can destroy and interdict and deter the U.S. military, then you can take Taiwan. If you can take Taiwan, you control the technological bases, because that's where the chips and stuff were published. And then you can dominate the information influence operations space. And that's why they're also going after Space Force, because that's the highest ground as well. Just to it, it is, you know, and there's another dynamic to this. And I've uh, recently spent some time on some other shows talking about it. If um, if your listeners have any interest in it, might look into uh, a paper that NASA put together back in 2001. And effectively, it talks about you know, gene modification therapy and, and what it is they would hope to achieve. Um, if they were able to to do that, and um, it's called what NASA warfare. It's called the Future Strategic Issues Future Warfare Circa 2025, and this is by NASA um, and NASA Langley Research Center. And it talks about um, you know how they could genetically modify people. What would be the mechanism? What would be the outcome? Uh, and you know, small wonder that in 2013 there's a U.S. Supreme Court case on this very issue called molecular pathology versus myriad genomics, wherein the Supreme Court actually recognizes that use of messenger RNA would in fact create synthetic DNA, uh, which means that the byproduct or the product thereof creates a, uh, a new species. So the fight with the military has kind of grown into something I don't think the DOD intended, and that is people coming to understand the case law already exists, their plans already exist and are known um, that service members are, are potentially um, being transformed from Homo sapien into a new species, which raises questions about you know, ownership, intellectual property rights, and things of that nature. So this is just what you said, my God, is this a big fight? It's a crazy fight. I couldn't agree with you more. You're talking about genetically modified organisms, which then can be owned. Yep. Uh, And also, I just noticed that uh, YouTube has banned me again. Rumble is not up today. So I'm only live right now on CloudHub. So they are really trying to interfere. um, And that's very typical uh, to have electrical, uh, electronic interference. Nothing new. Uh, They will not uh, stop us. But yeah, I think I put that. I think I'm pretty sure I have already published that paper, um, republished on Patreon uh, as you. well. So the next fight, Jeffrey, 
is a an absolute holocaust that we're running into uh, resulting from hospitals and their, their treatment of primarily older people but it, you know it's happening all around they, according to Tom Rents who's an associate um, he said I think there's 800,000 or so hospital or murders that have happened thus far this year and I get calls usually once sometimes twice a day to help break people out of what I come to call ICU jail. And there's a modus operandi on the part of the hospitals, and it all happens as a function of protocol handed down by the NIH. So hospitals that collect money, get any federal funding, then have to follow these NIH, NIH determined protocols. And um, if, if you don't mind, I'd like to give you a, a recitation as to how it happens so that people can actually understand what's going on and, and how to stay away from uh, hospital ICU jail. Yes, please. And also this is up on my Patreon now too. Oh, fantastic. So there's, there's really 10, nine or 10 steps in the process. And it always starts the same way, which is that somebody needs help and uh, help enough to need to go to the emergency room or the hospital. Uh, it doesn't seem to matter what the reason the causation is. I've had people with broken arms, I've had um, expected mothers giving birth, whatever the case, they arrive at the hospital and the first order of business is to give them a COVID test, which by itself is really unusual and odd because to my knowledge, nobody's ever isolated the pathogen that they call COVID-19, which begs the question, how is it that they actually test for this? And right. invariably these tests come back positive um, and the hospital then will uh, immediately put an IV in their arm. And that IV typically contains something called midazolam, which is a tranquilizing agent. It's also what they use for um, executions, death penalty. It's the same drug. And that inhibits the function of the lungs and it makes their, their oxygen absorption go down typically around 70%. At which point in time, the hospital then um, you know, moves into a COVID ward or they uh, move into ICU. The next phase is to add what's to the, what's the, uh, what's the, the, the explanation for giving them midazolam? Well, they don't tell them they're giving them midazolam. They simply say, oh, you have COVID. You need to come over here. and We're going to give you fluids and we're going to give you antibiotics to treat your COVID. They effectively grab the patients and fool them into, you know, becoming patients in the, in the COVID ward. But it's really just a pretext. And they don't tell them about the midazolam. I've had hospitals lie about it. Uh, I've seen where they've removed that from records. They don't tell them. They just give it to them. And, and the soon after is, that. Well, we were sorry. dealing with this a while back with Team America Florida is don't go to the hospital. The hospital is where you go yeah. to die now. Go to concierge medicine. Go to urgent care. Do not go to hospitals. So with that, I couldn't agree more. With that, if you need care, go to a hospital that's privately funded and not funded by the federal government, because the federal government dictates that these protocols have to happen, which includes the midazolam or something like that, uh, and remdesivir. Remdesivir gets put into the IV bag. It destroys their kidneys. In a very short order, uh, those people end up on, um, they're intubated, they're on ventilators, by that time, sometimes it's too late, um, but they they will cut off food and they will increase fluids and only antibiotics and never antivirals. We've even sued hospitals to try and get antivirals uh, and been met with extraordinary resistance, even threatening judges um, with practicing medicine without a license. 
So in any event, you, it's hard to get outside uh, doctors to come in the hospitals, close ranks and say, no, you know, the, your doctor is not authorized to be here. They bring in these HIPAA violations or, or, or proposed ones, um, and they isolate these people for the purpose of letting them or helping them die. So I've been spending an enormous amount of my time lately figuring out, not figuring out, but actually springing people from what we call ICU jail. And I have quite a few friends and associates that are, that are doing the same thing. And we've effectively created a protocol for this. Excellent. So you want to go over that? I do. Um, and it probably helps to understand that we started uh, with this problem back in May or so of this year. Uh, we had a lady in ICU jail. Um, the family had requested that ivermectin be given. I contacted the hospital and said, listen, you, the Right to Try Act exists. Would you be willing to do this? And the answer was no. So you're already getting shut down, but it's always worth trying to get hold of the hospital administration, the doctor, the treating physician, and, uh, and try and get your doctor, who you've separately hired to help out. Invariably, that involves, if it, if it has to do with COVID, it involves antiviral medications. And there seems to be a prohibition uh, by the NIH for any virals associated with COVID, which, of course, are effective. So try the NICE route first, if you can. And if that doesn't, uh, if that doesn't work, then we have the following uh, way to do it, which is you have to get that patient out of the hospital. And in order to do that, the hospital is going to have certain requirements to mitigate their liability. Um, if the patient is intubated, then you have to have a special kind of ambulance. It's called an ALS ambulance. Um, if, you, if you can get the hospital to agree to release the patient to either another facility, a private facility, or to home with a doctor uh, who is going to be treating at that home or with a private uh, home hospice business. Let, let me interrupt. So this is sure. where Team America Medical by State should have a Team America medical uh, officer, hopefully a doctor that you can use as a concierge medicine center point there. Go ahead, please. Concierge medicine is exactly what you need um, because they'll have a lot to do with this. So you got to arrange in advance home hospice or a doctor to receive the patient, whether they're coming home or whether they're going to a different facility. Um, and if you don't have a doctor, a hospice will work. And there are some really wonderful home hospice uh, groups around. I was working last night with one called Vitas, V-I-T-A-S. Um, and I worked with another one in Arizona. They have all been absolutely lovely to work with. The point is that the hospital will not allow them to leave, but the patient will leave unless you have these things in order first. So after I organize those things, typically with a you know, family member of the patient who's trying to get them out, um, it's important to retain a lawyer. Any lawyer will do. The point of which is that the hospitals are lying to people, saying that they can't release them uh, for any variety of reasons, all of which are not true. Um, get the lawyer to contact the hospital administrator and let them understand that this patient is going to be discharged, either discharging themselves or they're going to be discharged by a family member who holds a power of attorney um, to do that. If the hospital becomes belligerent, and I hate to tell you this, it actually happens quite a bit where the hospital gets obstinate. In fact, that's happening to me at this very single moment right now in Marietta, Georgia. Um, this person wants to go home. The wife wants to bring him home, uh, and, and they won't get involved. They, they, they call it a civil case. They, they don't want to help us in any way. 
in which point in time we have to we have to call in the police. So it's best if the, the family members uh, go to the local police, if you can, sheriffs seem to respond better than local police who tend to have arrangements with hospitals. And, and, again, out a- and again, this is where Team America by state should have developed their liaison with local sheriffs or police or individual officers that you can call upon, build rapport and develop personal relations. Sorry. So, no, that's okay. It's fine. It's important. And the the typical um, complaint is an allegation of medical battery. And the reason for that is because the patients are often being given drugs that they did not intend or know about uh, or authorize. That is technically a battery under the law. And we call it medical battery because the hospital or a doctor is the one doing it. If the patient has asked to leave, and um, the hospital refuses or the, or the patient's power of attorney has to leave the hospital refuses, that is actually medical kidnapping. Um, every state has statutes that talk about these things. And lastly, false imprisonment. While that's a tort claim, it also appears in, in criminal law. Um, those three allegations to local police is enough typically to get what's called a health, welfare, and safety check. So the police have an obligation to go and check on these people. Hospitals try and keep them out. But if the police have probable cause to believe that a crime has occurred or they fear or have probable cause to believe that somebody is in, in uh, immediate uh, danger, then they have to go and they have to check on, uh, on these patients. And, and that particular quotient has been so important to what it is we do. It happens to come to us from a, a good friend of mine uh, who's a doctor, Dr. Bill Lyonberger, um, who also happens to be a policeman. And we had met at the America's Frontline Doctors Conference, and uh, he's he's bailing somebody else out himself today. So we've kind of developed this protocol together. And he's in Arizona, right? He is. He's in Arizona, and he's also he goes between Arizona and San Diego. His uh, medical practice, I believe, is in San Diego. But anyway, and that, he's in that, both places. that health and welfare check, you can just call the cops and say, hey, I want a health and welfare check and explain why. That's a very common call. Uh, just like saying a suspicious person or suspicion vehicle. Absolutely. Um, and we have, in some cases, police that want to help. And I hate to tell you, in a lot of cases, they, they really don't want to help. It seems that, you know, all the hospitals have uh, hired police to, um, you know, act as security. It's fairly often that the hospital will get ahead of this. So if you have a, an angry family member who's being stopped from seeing their loved one, uh, invariably, the hospital will call the police and allege trespass charges against the, the wife or the daughter or whomever it is trying to see him. So they effectively poison the well with the police. So and by and, the and time, this goes back to my cast a while back where I said, whoever calls the police first is usually designated as the victim. So call that on, on these uh, PTA things, uh, boards and stuff, call the police first. Be the first to call the police and state your so, case. So I'm going to get to the present one in a minute because this one's just beyond belief. But you're right. Um, get hold of the cops first. And, and um, that generally helps because otherwise they're, they're going to have their credibility impeached. Um, the point of which is that if you get the police to go, it also establishes the record. So we've had some cases where the police went and actually charged the hospital and charged the doctors with crimes. Uh, wow. which, of course, is really useful for uh, civil suits and, and following up on these crimes against the doctors. Invariably, um, the executive level decision at the district attorney's office tends to be not to prosecute, but the evidence is gathered nonetheless and opens a door uh, to go ahead and do that. So 
try, interacting with your law enforcement and doing it in a credible way is, is really, really important. Yeah, um, AOCs are only going to take things, I know from experience, they're only going to take things that they win. Uh, so criminal prosecution is difficult. Civil suits are better, but take longer. That's right? exactly right. That's exactly right. But the the doctor, I'm sorry, the uh, police officers' witness statements. You know, the what it is they're taking as evidence is admissible in civil suit. So it's actually fairly helpful to do that. Um, if you run into reticent police, reticent law enforcement who simply don't want to hear the complaint, most every state has a victims' rights law, whether that's by statute or by constitutional amendment. There's actually quite a few states that have that. My own state of Colorado uh, made it a, a constitutional amendment, which means that you have a, a right as a victim of a crime to go and file a report, and you have a right to have the police go and actually investigate that. They can't, they can't put you off. And in this particular case today, um, with uh, Marietta, Ohio, I'm going to have to utilize the victim's rights statute uh, because I talked to the chief of police, there's a chief in the deaf, I think was his name, who simply refuses to investigate our case. I said, look, you have felonious allegations here, charges by family members, and you're not going to investigate it. And he said, yeah, I'm not going to do it. I said, you do realize you have an obligation to do that. And he said, well, city attorney doesn't doesn't think so, so I'm not going to investigate it. So we will certainly make um, use of the victim's rights statutes, and we will force their hand. And frankly, if I were to guess, uh, the police will incur personal liability for failure uh, to do their job, particularly if there's an applicable victim's rights statute. And so we will be pursuing that along with anybody and everybody else that had anything to do with this, uh, this person should they die. And it looks really dire. Um, so we're after that. The, the, what we're doing right now is actually a part of this process, Jeffrey. And thank you for that. It helps when these hospitals, the administrators, um, even the, the hospital's lawyer in this particular case, Mr. Brockman is his name. You know, they don't want to help us because they, they are in a very powerful position. So telling others, getting press involved. Um, in, in one case in Texas, we had a whole bunch of volunteers went and, and called the hospital and asked about this person. In other cases, they actually protested. What it is we need to do is bring the light of day to this crisis. The hospitals are killing people. They're killing them by protocol, and they're getting away with it. And they're getting paid for it. At worst, absolutely correct. They are getting paid for it. They get a certain amount of money for every COVID uh, patient. They get more money if they're intubated, and then they get uh, their, their final sum when the person dies, simply by virtue of that patient being coded as having um, sorry, being coded as having COVID. And um, it's, it's just, it's disgusting. We've seen in certain states um, that hospitals will get up to almost $430,000 per COVID patient that goes through this whole process. Um, in some cases, we've had success. And I have to say, we're only shooting about 50% right now. Um, but in, in a lot of cases, we're, we're getting people out as soon as they're out, we find doctors are getting them ivermectin or other antivirals. They're feeding them because most of these people have been starved for several days. Uh, and they try and get their kidney function back up and running uh, because the remdesivir effectively makes people, destroys the kidneys and makes people drown in their own fluids. This whole thing is, is nothing short of Luciferian. It's, it's just mind-blowing to me that we have healthcare professionals that don't care. They're watching, they're aiding and abetting, 
the death of these people in the hospitals. They're getting paid for it, and they do not care. They will not prescribe antivirals, um, and, and they won't help get them out of jail, as I call it, either. Because as we've shown in the first part of the cast, they're getting paid. They're uh, getting paid. Getting That's paid. Right. And uh, the, um, you know, <laughs> my wife and I were watching the premiere of uh, Yellowstone the other night, and uh, Kevin Costner rips out his uh, IVs. I'm, I hang out with guys <laughs> who they just rip the stuff out and walk out. But a lot of people, we had a case a while back, uh, is they're afraid to, um, they kowtow to the hospital authority. They're so used to kowtowing to this corrupt authority, but you don't have to. Don't go. Exactly right. and you can always walk out. Uh, you know, don't cause a scene, you know, walk out quietly, but you can always um, walk out. And I've got a Washington Post story here from November 5th that's saying the uh, pharmaceutical industry is likely to shatter lobbying records as it works to shape the Democrats' spending bill. Uh, and they have spent over, let me find the uh, figure here, uh, 20 different advertisements were run on television online. I've been noticing that I'm seeing big pharma advertising on TV, which is they spent nearly 23 million on lobbying through the first nine months of 2021. And so this is really the um, the legal cartels are getting into the act of the illegal cartels uh, and are in bed with the government, just like La Familia cartel is in bed with the Mexican government, Sinaloa cartels in, in, in bed with the American government is, is the big pharma are uh, getting in control of this as well. So that's excellent, Todd. Anything else you want to uh, say before we wrap? No, no, no. I, I did want to echo what you were saying. You know, Bernie Madoff has been sitting in jail for years now because he did exactly what the Social Security Administration does. It's a system of transfers, a Ponzi scheme. But if the government does it, it's perfectly legal. And just what you said is exactly right. Um, they are involved in cartels and in, in medicine and energy in every other way antitrust violations, and yet it doesn't seem to make a bit of difference, and nobody's being held accountable. The only way we stop this, Jeffrey, is for people to do exactly what you said. Stand up, say no, walk out, whatever the case is. We, we need to have independence of thought and independence of action, and we have to all do it together, or we are dead. They are trying to level our species um, and, and they're going to succeed until we find some backbone and stand. That's great, Todd. And um, so, and you're you're at Doctor Dr. Advocates com. Is that right? Yeah, it's actually Disabled Rights Advocates. Um, but yeah, the the address is Todd T O D D at dradvocates com. Or I've got two other associates that are uh, wonderful, lovely lawyers, Don D A W N. That's a lady at DR Advocates or Dave at dradvocates.com. And we all work together to try and solve as many of these problems as we possibly can. And I just posted your, your website again, but say it one more time so people can find you. Uh, sure. Disabled Rights Advocates. It's a Colorado-based law firm. And Colorado just uh, went uh, deep state on everything as well. It, it, it uh, has for some time. It's been going that way, Jeffrey. Well, uh, thank you so much for coming on, Todd, again. Thank you and, for uh, uh, I hope you'll be able to get in touch with those uh, folks. And I just found out you're in touch with some other Team America folks. So that's yep. great. Thanks you're again. Doing good. Thanks to you, Jeffrey. God bless. Thanks. All right. God bless. 
So going to wrap here, got to jump onto other stuff, but uh, Team America Legal doing a fantastic job. Charles has also just published a uh, process for filing a charge of discrimination for failure to accommodate your religious exemption. That also is up on patreon.com. And so, you know, the reason why I do it that way is because it's very difficult to put out an email to uh, 42 states and then the states got to put it out. uh, And then if I just put it out to all the Team America members, I'd be 5,000 emails going out. It's a lot easier for me to post this stuff uh, on patreon.com slash Jeffrey Prather, and it gets out a lot quicker. A lot of times everything's delayed, slowed down. They they scrape everything. They slow and scrape everything down. So that's real important um, to understand. So again, we're not advocating anything illegal, immoral, unethical, or violent, although the left does all the time. Uh, but this is another procedure for winning the lawfare fight. But don't fight on their ground. You want to fight this before you ever get in the hospital, before you ever get in the courtroom is when you want to prevent this. And that's why you've got to be proactive. Uh, You've got to join Team America. You've got to have these contacts in place uh, and your staffs in place so that you can react to this uh, stuff better. So anyway, uh, this was a really important show. And I thank Todd uh, and the heroic uh, anonymous whistleblowers and the anonymous Team America members and Andy for everybody getting on here. Uh, and helping with uh, a very complicated show today. Again, lots more on Patreon. Um, all this is on Patreon, so you can study it. And I post a lot, so you got to go back and do your homework uh, and understand that. Uh, and I will be in San Antonio uh, this weekend speaking. And um, uh, looking forward to seeing you all there. Uh, remember to thank a veteran on Veterans Day and thank a chaplain on uh, Chaplain's Day. It's Thursday. It's um, the 11th. Uh, that's real important because uh, that's who makes the ground safe. So the news is fake. The polls are fixed. The pundits lie. The politicians cheat. The swamp is deep. The enemy desperate. They push fear, hate, death, and ignorance. And in their ignorance, they mistake force for power. Power is not force. Intimidation is not inspiration. Power and inspiration come from God. God is not with us, but we are with God. The enemy denies God. And so, in the end, they will be powerless. So fear not. God bless. Keep the faith and hold fast. We are winning. This is what winning looks like. Remember, freedom is never given. It is earned. It is won. It is fought for. It is taken. So, take it.